0: to holy trinity catholic church from beaverton oregon well good morning everybody condolences to all you duke and villanova fans next year baby next year okay so this morning everybody we are reading from john's gospel and you'll notice as we go into holy week we'll do that more and more And one of the themes that John wants to hit again and again and again in his gospel is Jesus's relentless determination to save us from the powers in our life that would destroy us, right? So in John, he is the good shepherd who lays down his life for his own, and especially for the lost, for sinners. And so we have this story today uh, from John's gospel, which is very typical, right? The story of the woman caught in adultery. And in this story, notice what Jesus does here, right? He doesn't just sort of stand aside. He doesn't just kind of let the woman's accusers have their way. Rather, what does he do? He steps into that situation, right? He steps in, he de-escalates things, and he creates space for grace to work. I think that's a really important lesson for all of us, you guys, because God has called each one of us to be the presence of Christ, for those he puts into our lives. And so we too need to be willing to do that same thing when necessary, to step in, to de-escalate, and to create some space for grace to work. Let me give you a really concrete example of what I'm talking about here. So one of the concerns that's come up again and again in our synod process here at Holy Trinity is the failure of our church, the Catholic church, to connect well with those lives, those people whose lives are at odds with the church, especially in the area of sexuality and marriage and gender, et cetera, right? I'm guessing Father Dave and Father Tony, myself, we probably get questions on this at least once a week, often agonizing questions, right? From parents, sometimes really distraught parents who are trying to figure out how do I relate to my kid who's come out as gay or transgender, How do I support this person who I deeply, deeply love without celebrating a lifestyle with which I disagree? What does this mean for our family? What does this mean for my kids' future? Their salvation? Right? So these are really hard, difficult, complicated questions. And there's often laced into all of this a great deal of confusion and tension and heartache. And unfortunately, like the scribes and the Pharisees, there are powers, forces out there in our world and in our lives, and sometimes even within us, that want to resolve these situations quickly, right away, right? So we're pressured maybe to compromise on our faith, or maybe our loved one is pressured to make a serious, life-altering decision right now, right? And that creates just this pressure cooker, and unfortunately, that leads to Heated arguments sometimes, or maybe the silent treatment, or even into laying down ultimatums, and then we know what results from all of that, right? People that we love, deeply hurt, or humiliated, or ostracized, or emotionally destroyed, not unlike the woman in our gospel this morning. My friends, we are the body of Christ. And as Pope Francis has urged again and again, our God-given mission is to encounter and accompany the lost, the confused, the brokenhearted, the sinner. Sometimes I don't think we take seriously enough those words in the gospel that Jesus ate with sinners. Jesus ate with sinners. That wasn't a mistake. That didn't just happen by accident. He didn't just sit down at the table and say, oh my gosh, I didn't realize who I was eating with, right? Jesus knew what he was doing that was intentional on his part. And he, he didn't lead with conditions before accepting their company, and he didn't come with a hammer ready to drop it on people with condemnation or judgment, right? So far be it from us, his body in the world today, to shame or alienate or, God forbid, to destroy. As difficult and uncomfortable as it might be, our call is to receive and to protect and to trust God, to play for patience, to create space in which grace can work. Our pastoral apprentice, Allie, she had a great quote earlier this week. She said, you know, sometimes our kids need to be held before they're told. Sometimes our kids need to be held before they're told. I think that's true for all of us. So I wanna be clear here. We're talking about persons, right, not policies. Policies is a whole other discussion. So don't hear me saying that church teaching doesn't matter, it does very much, but but, love obeys the law of gradualness, the law of gradualness, and what I mean by that is that few of us reach the ideal to which we're called all at once, whether we're talking about chastity or courage or justice or truthfulness or any other virtue. And our culture, which is so deeply confusing at times, so corrosively secular, and so increasingly aggressive, only makes that harder, and especially in the area of sexuality. So what do we do with our loved ones who are, whose lives are out of step with the church? Well, I think we love them. We listen to them. We share with them our own struggles and convictions when that's helpful, right? We accompany them. We keep them connected to the Lord through our love and prayers so that his grace can work in their lives. And who knows, maybe there are some things we ourselves can learn along the way. My friends, it is possible. We can support those we love without celebrating every choice they make. That's not a radical or unrealistic idea. It might mean having the willingness to live with a little bit of tension, but is there any serious, mature, sincere relationship where there isn't tension at times? If there is, I haven't found it. So what I want to say to all of you is have courage, you guys. Trust God. Dare to step in. Deescalate. Create space for God's grace to work. I'll leave you with a little quote from the poet Rainier Maria Rilke. He wrote this in a letter to a young man who was struggling with all kinds of questions about his own life and who he was and where his life should be headed. So Rilke wrote back to him with these words. He said, I want to encourage you to be patient towards all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. Do not now seek answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then, gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on H-T.